Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 53, where no one walks in front. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, Mr. Ross McQueen. Hey, hey. And to my right, Mr. Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. Both Ross and I have looks of confusion on our faces. Not, not for the first time, I might add. Well, I like to keep you on your toes. That's true. That's Why true. isn't anybody walking in front? Because it's not a camera job. This is real. Taken straight off the celluloid onto a computer. Someone's pirated it and sent it off to you. Ah, oh, of course. That's, that's why no one's walking in front. This is the genuine article. Talking about my experience with snakes on a plane. Yes. Yes. Sometimes I don't plan those bits, I say, after the episode <laughs> number. It is Box Cutters episode 53. We talk all about television on Box Cutters. And another hysterical week. Yeah, it is. It is. I kind of uh, get the feeling I'm I'm very out of touch with the modern average person. Because you don't care. Well, I mean that sounds very callous. But uh, would uh, is there any public figure that either of you would go to a public memorial of? Is is there any public figure either Barry of you, Jones? Ev- either of you would watch a public memorial of on television? Barry I, Jones is that it? I, I saw a bit of the Brocky one. And I was moved. I, I saw his brother and his daughter, and I was moved. I by would the probably. Daughter. I think, uh, you know, when when Gough Whitlam does finally leave us, if Paul Keating's giving a speech at that, uh, I'll uh, I'll watch that. That would be sublime. Yes, it would. For different reasons, so not- yeah, for, for different reasons. That would be because I would be watching a great orator. I think they've already uh, they've already penciled in Mark Latham, so. Right. It was interesting, though, over the week... Um, just beat up one of the uh, <laughs> pallbearers. It was interesting over the week seeing uh, some of the footage from the last 50 years of Australian TV. Uh, apparently there's some sort of anniversary or something going on this week um, of uh, the uh, the dismissal footage and mm. Goff out on the steps and having seen him freaking following Mark Latham around the last election. Um, he's, like, he's, he's a giant, but he's so frail-looking these days. It's, uh, I'd, I'd kind of forgotten. Well, he is like ninety. What he was like back in seventy five. He he is ninety, which which means that back then he was sixty. Uh, you know, ding, give or take a year. Uh, so I think, really, hmm, it's like it, like, it's like his face was a lot more angular, and maybe it, maybe oh, that so was just about him having hair and, and and maybe so what like his skin has sagged like happens to old people. That's kind of bloated, I think. Like from what I remember, sometimes happens seeing... to old people. Yeah, yeah. So you heard it here first on box cutters. Gough Whitlam getting older. <laughs> Doesn't look as young as he did in 1975. <laughs> Coming up later on. <laughs> oh man, I should have left that for the news. <laughs> Coming up later on in Box Cutters, uh, we've got talking about stuff that's in production. Mm. We're going to look at uh, the celebrations of 50, 51, 49, however many years of television it actually might possibly be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a things you may have missed, some crap TV, little talk about ratings, really, tiny talk about ratings. Uh, a continuation on from an earlier segment 
called Deirdre Says. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got Lyndall Says. It's more Lyndall Asks. Oh, thank God. I thought Deirdre had said again. No. We were all in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) No, although I got in trouble during the week, did I not? You did. With Deirdre. You did. Well, no, I got in trouble because you asked the question last week about Doctor Who. Yes. You uh, I asked asked if, if the new Doctor, whose name is... David Tennant. ...is worse than Sylvester McCoy. And you said, you're not sure. I'm not sure. And Deirdre came bursting into the room after she heard that hysterically screaming that Sylvester McCoy is a thousand billion times worse than the new Doctor, that he was absolutely shithouse, and the new Doctor is, by comparison, Let it be said, Deirdre's gavel is down. It is. Judgment has been made. And there's more to say, more that... uh, more of her opinions in when we review the 50 years of television special. Excellent. And, of course, there's uh, some should pork. We, should we get her on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she'd what? love that. Cut out the middleman. Come on. <laughs> yeah, as of next week, I'm not coming in. Just... <laughs> You're just a spokesperson for Deirdre. We've got some pork right at the end of the show. And, as always, we're going to kick things off with the Box Cutters News. In breaking news, just a hand, one of the presenters of Top Gear... I think we resolved it was three of the presenters of Top Gear. <laughs> just well, because all three of us have the news item fresh, it doesn't mean that it's all different people. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I should have explained I thought you that guys to... were talking about a different... No, I should, uh, I should have explained that to you earlier. Damn. Sorry. One of the presenters of Top Gear, Richard Hammond. Now, I'm not sure which one he is. He's not the being small a, one. He's the one a... that looks like the presenter of uh, that, that Brainiac... So, yes, he's piece of scientific he's, crap. He's the smallest one, radio of of them all. He's the nice looking one, right? He's uh, he's the one you'd uh, you know maybe ask to play a game of Monopoly. Mm. He's the one that's not Jeremy Clarkson, nor the geek type dude with the big curly hair. Essentially, right, what, right. what Brett's saying is he's the one who isn't Jeremy Clarkson or the other guy who isn't him, <laughs> right? He's the one who got injured in the crash. Yeah, that's him. Right. Uh, apparently, he has been critically injured in uh, in what has been referred to as a jet car. Yes. Well, they make these jet cars especially for, for one purpose, mm-hmm. and that purpose is to break records. Yes. And he was trying to break the British uh, land speed land record. Speed record. Mm-hmm. Something you have to understand about these jet cars is they're designed to go... Straight. Right. They need steering control because you have to try to keep them straight. But that's, that's where the skill is. You, much like in, uh, in drag racing, you just have to keep that mother straight. Right. He failed to do that. Ah, okay. And one of his chutes failed to open. Mm-hmm. So the, the car didn't slow down as quickly as it was supposed to. And it didn't go straight like it was supposed to. He's been critically injured. It's been, he's been described as being stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, I suppose we'll have uh, updates on his... Uh, I, I think... Well, it, serious I th- but stable. Yes. I, th- I think it goes to show with this and with Peter Brock dying a few weeks ago and with uh, Steve Irwin dying, of course... Cars and stingrays are dangerous. These are dangerous things. Yes. These, are, these are trained professionals, but they are doing very dangerous things and accidents do happen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that, that's true. And if it you was know. easy, 
people wouldn't bother trying to do it. But it does suggest that perhaps you shouldn't be trying to do a piece to camera while whilst driving a jet car. I, 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 there's been no inference that that was actually what he was doing at all. Wasn't he having one of those car <laughs> orgasms that you guys love? Where he's, he's gesticulating with one hand but only steering with the other yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he doing that? No. Probably not. I, no, I, I think no. not. He took off to the left and then rolled over and over and over and over and over, getting more and more crushed in the cockpit. Mm. Speaking of I people, think there's room in the cockpit for a camera. Speaking of people getting Did crushed... Did they break the record? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't even say. Oh, really? So it could it could have been all for nothing. Mm. They were pretty much done. It was going to be the last take of the day. Right. Yep. Speaking of uh, people crushed in a cockpit, the writers of America's Next Top Model... <laughs> that sounds dirty when you say it. <laughs> when really? you say it. Yeah. When I say it. Yeah. Right, I'll have to uh, work on that one on the ladies on the weekend. <laughs> uh, the writers of America's Next Top Model who have been trying for so long to let uh, the CW network allow them... Is that the country to- western? Network? No, it's not. It's, uh, it's, it was the combination of UPN and the WB. Oh, the Warner Brothers channel. No. It, well, yes, it was owned by Warner Brothers, but it was just called the WB. Okay. Did, has that started going to air yet? That's only- yes, that started going to air this week. This week. So what are they saying? Well, they're saying that the WB is not Warner Brothers. <laughs> no, no, no. What are, what are the people on the show saying if there's no scriptwriters? Well, oh. I think what's happened is that the uh, the scriptwriters have continued to work, but are also continuing to demand things. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, these reality TV writers really know how to strike, don't they? <laughs> the, uh, We're going to keep working, <laughs> and that way they'll fold to all our demands. The WGA was going to. Uh, to have this, the Writers Guild of America were going to have a rally outside the CW headquarters during the airing of the first episode, which doesn't make sense to me. Maybe it was just going to be on the day of the first episode because during the airing of the first episode, well, no one's going to be at work. What do they care? So maybe it was just during the day. Uh, I don't know how that's gone, but in this article from Variety, I do have an idea of why they want to be part of the guild. And uh, uh, the guy from the guild says, the producers of that show, that show, much like that woman, so Mm. the producers of Monica Lewinsky have refused to bargain with us and the conglomerates that own the CW are party to a unified industry response to keep those writers from being part of our union and from receiving health insurance, a portable pension and fair wages. Now, fair wages, let's take that out of the equation because, quite frankly, I think if you're writing for television, you're getting more than fair wages already. The, this idea of a portable pension, though, is very important for writers because they don't work for one network or one production company or one show for their whole lives. And essentially, this is the US equivalent of superannuation, but it's done differently. Yes, it's employer-specific. And if you leave yeah, a job... The 401... 401k. File not found or... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, uh, for example, if you're riding on America's top mo- next top model and you left to go to Project Runway. Yes. Then uh, at the moment, it would not be guaranteed that you could take your pension with so you. A, it's a bit like long service leave. Yeah, a bit like long service leave. Mm, that Do we sucks. still have For a that? whole career? Who, who works for the one company for their entire career anymore? Well, no one anymore, especially not in television. That's never happened. Mm. And that's one of the great things that the uh, Writers Guild of America does. So I think uh, 
you know, yeah, we've made a lot of jokes about it, but it does make sense that these writers do need or do have some rights, uh, but they are also writing for America's Next Top Model. So. And if the show's employing them, then obviously they need them for something, for, yeah. <laughs> even if we can't figure it out. <laughs> I, I seriously can't. <laughs> uh, Ricky Gervais and his production partner Stephen Merchant don't plan to continue making the sitcom Extras after the close of its second season. Eh. <laughs> second season premiered in the UK September 14. He said, uh, eh. G- Gervais. <laughs> do, do they give a reason? Gervais. They uh, do give a reason. <clears throat> do they? Yeah. Hmm. Basically, he likes to leave people wanting more rather than killing a comedy. Plus, they're moving into drama. Well, yeah, there's that too. Right. There's a big mm. green guy thing, I think, yeah, today. About and they're, uh, they're moving, they're very inspired by American drama, such as uh, The Sopranos, <clears throat> The Wire, uh, and stuff. And, and stuff. Stuff. <laughs> stuff was a great show. You remember that? <laughs> Gritty. <laughs> the oh. Shield. That was another one. Uh, so they're moving into television. American-inspired television. Drama. Drama. I think, that's, I think that's probably a good move because while Stephen Merchant has, has shown that he's still funny in, the, uh, in, in extras and also in the, in the podcast that they do, mm-hmm. uh, I've found that Ricky Gervais seems to have lost his funny. As mm. he got richer, he got less funny. And uh, that's, you know, that just happens to some people. It's the circumstances they're in that make them funny or, or give them the funny. So... I think they could write some, some good drama. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, really, don't as, care much as, about extras. As long as it's not locked in that uh, Ricky Gervais has to play the lead character, I reckon. Yeah, but he will because he's got an ego. Hey, much like last week. You, you think so? Because he, he was very... He has done some serious acting when he was in Alias and rumour was around then that he was very, very hesitant to do that. Oh, really? So I don't know how keen he would be, and he turned down a lot of a lot of dramatic roles. He turned down a role in Mission Impossible Three and quite a few other things. So I, I'm not sure that he will that he will be front and center. But I guess we'll wait and see. Or, or maybe he just realised that people were only going to cast him as a villain when Eddie Izzard turned them down. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> didn't want to spend the rest of his career in leather jumpsuits. <laughs> Who doesn't want to spend? Hey, the rest I of want their career uh, in much jumpsuits? much like last week. I want three stories about Channel Nine. Okay, go. Channel 9 has announced that it is to interview the remaining members of the Irwin family. Uh, the one-hour special, which will go to air next Wednesday at 7.30. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Etc. Ray Martin's going to do it. Ray Martin's going to do it. Uh, apparently, he's going to be recording it this weekend, and it'll go to air. And they're going to uh, interview Bin Lid and whatever the wife's name is, Sherry. What about, Terry. The, what about Bob? Terry, Terry and Bindley. Terry and Sherry. What about Bob? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Bob's going to get Bob's a Guernsey. Right. Um, the, the Nine Network are claiming it as an Australian exclusive. Uh, Barbara Walters in the AB, in, from the ABC in the States uh, is how, also talking to them. How did you feel claiming. when you heard the news? Terry, I know it must be hard. That's what the Barbara Walters interview is going to be like. Oh. Ooh, I hate her so much. <laughs> Just off the back of that, uh, did anybody see the uh, memorial service yesterday? I thought, I've got to take a bullet for box cutters. I turned on the TV. Because it was shown twice. It was shown live and it was shown again at 
in fact, three times. 4.30 on uh, the Nine Network and 6 o'clock on the ABC. Right. So, I yeah, I turned over and it was on Channel 2 and it was on Channel 7 and it was on Channel 9 and on David and Kim on Channel 10. They were talking about it and how they were watching it during the ads. <laughs> I uh, so uh, that was that was about it. For pe- me. People were watching it at work, and the television's pretty much right behind my desk, so I couldn't avoid it. It felt like people were looking at you working. Yeah, and I, I, I want to talk about I want to talk about it more uh, during pork. Okay, well, the service is expected to be available on a DVD, which could possibly sell millions of copies worldwide. For God's sake, the public Look, farewell I've... was. I'm sorry, I've got to stop you there. If you like Steve Irwin, watch some of the fucking Crocodile Hunter. Don't watch this stupid bloody memorial shit. No, but it's about looking at how brave Bindi was and and how traumatised Terry was. No, no. It was very... I'm not going to buy it. It was very slickly produced and... Don't put me in a position where I need to defend it. Southern Star. The the public farewell was a slickly produced spectacle, perfectly packaged for television. Uh, It was beamed to an audience of around 90 million throughout North America alone. Who are all such losers, they can't use their remote controls on their VCRs, obviously, (laughs) and have to purchase it. And uh, John Staten, the longtime producer of Irwin, uh, directed the service. Southern Star. He also directed Crocodile Hunter Collision Course, so there you go. That was uh, not a good film. Obviously, he's not a film director, is which he? is now, which is now receiving posthumous glowing reviews. <laughs> I might add, it was not a good film. The, you know what? All the Crocodile it Hunter, to be a good all the film. Crocodile Hunter stuff was was good. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and the- how can a plot where a crocodile swallows a terrorist plane's black box not be a winner? Mm, yeah, okay, fair enough. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that could not be a winner. Neither do I. No. Hey, Southern Star. Oh, it's like Is I, this Channel 9? It's like I started talking about this story before. Yeah, Southern Star sold Series 7 of McLeod's Daughters to Germany. So oh, the Germans are getting into McLeod's? Yeah, well, they they love it. Apparently, uh, according to uh, Ladia van Aden, the programming director for... Uh, German channel Vox. I'm pretty sure that's not how you pronounce it. Ladia van Eden. It's probably a Ludia. No, it's L A D Y A. It's Ladia van Eden. <laughs> Couldn't they just keep selling them season one over and over again? No one, no one, <laughs> no would, one would know the difference. There's no difference. Apparently, it is one of the most popular daytime series on. Uh, on Vox. Oh, so they have it like in between General Hospital and, and days and days. Yeah, they've got they've got McLeods. <laughs> well, maybe that's when they should put it on here. Uh, and also, interestingly, McLeods has been sold to two hundred and thirty territories worldwide. That that is an amazing stat. I didn't even know there were two hundred and thirty territories worldwide. Ne- neither did I. So you know, clearly somebody likes it, just yeah. not us. Yep. And anybody I know. Yep. Except for my sister-in-law who watches it. I used to work with someone who liked it. Right. That's yeah. two people. Yep. Hey, I, I'll raise you one more Channel 9 story. Uh, I'm still waiting for mine. No, you did yours. <laughs> no, no, that was the follow-up to yours. Uh, sadly, uh, James Brayshaw's sister yes. has apparently died earlier this week uh, in, uh, a, in yes. a freak accident. She got uh, crushed by uh, a whole lot of bricks that fell from her uh, Garage. Garage. On f- Thursday morning. Mm, so that's a, um, that's a terrible, terrible thing. Our commiserations to the Brayshaw family. Yes, uh, and uh, 
for some reason, uh, they felt the Channel Nine felt it important to say that James Brochel would not be on the Footy Show this week. Duh. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? Everyone would understand that. Now that's when I reckon that's when interactive TV is really going to be at its fun. It's when you've got a button that you can press that says "Duh" <laughs> that zaps the networks straight back. I would they come it. out with stuff like that. Sh- Only if it had an electrical charge with it. <laughs> Still on the Nine Network. Uh, I should have said nine. Uh, sorry, five. Yes. Stories. Yes. Uh, they've said they will take legal action following claims by Channel 7 that it had deliberately sabotaged uh, the trip to West Papua. Oh, poor little Wawa. Yes. You know what? Hey, hey I want to talk No about- one cares. No one cares whether or not Channel 9 sabotaged that. Because if they did, we got more entertainment value out of it than we would have if Naomi had gone there, kidnapped him, and raised him as her own. And Channel 7 should be thanking them because today, tonight's ratings had a boom from Yeah, they've gone through the roof. But um, I'd like to talk a bit about Wawa in pork. Okay. Gary Linnell, who's the Director of News and Current Affairs at Channel 9, said, Any suggestion 9 has contacted or alerted Indonesian authorities about 7's proposed journey are absolutely false and reprehensible. And uh, then went on to say that Channel 7 follow in their footsteps quite a bit, but uh, sometimes they just don't actually know how to get the job done. Although media <laughs> on Media Watch this week, uh, the journal... Sh- should we just save this for pork? I reckon save All it right. for pork. We'll save right. it for pork. Ooh, that, that keeps people waiting. That's enticing. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to tune out. <laughs> hey, uh, good news for me. The Wire has been signed for a fifth season on HBO. It's... Uh, it's Often talked about as the great show nobody watches. Mm. Uh, the, but, the dramatic equivalent of uh, Arrested Development. Yes. Uh, and it's just superb. The first three seasons were amazing. The first episode of season four aired this week on HBO mm-hmm. in the States. Uh, and that's something like two years after series three. So they've taken a, a good long break mm-hmm. and they've just signed for season five. So I can't wait because that is, it's it's like reading an excellent comic book for me. Wow. It's, you know, and, and you know how much I love that. You do. You it's, do. Another, uh, it's really great. Another high quality HBO series. Yes. Hey, uh, speaking of HBO, Entourage has been signed for a new season, season four. But it won't go to air until July 07. But Josh, you were saying before the show that that this series that they've just shown, they're only partway through. Yes, they've shot 20 episodes Mm -hmm. for season three. Mm -hmm. They've shown 13 of them over the summer. And then in January, they're going to show the remaining seven. I don't know why HBO are, are scheduling like that. The end of episode 13 of season three did have... What could have been the end of a series? Yeah, it could have. Yep, uh, Vincent getting shot—that was very that, surprising. I know. What? Who, who would have thought it? <laughs> While he was in his Aquaman costume, because he he didn't get into Aquaman too, and, and, and yeah, he was just walking around in the street trying to build up. A, the last eight shows are just going to be laden with irony because entourage, and there's no one to entourage. Yeah, off. it's it's really <laughs> it's really just going to be a, a lot of turtles smoking joints and playing PlayStation. It I is think. and crying. Yeah, it, it, uh, this uh, season, 
<laughs> Season three of Entourage has been fantastic. Yes. I've, I've really enjoyed it. I haven't I've, seen any of it. Really? Oh, none. It, just, it just gets better and better and oh, better. So did we spoil it for you? Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, does, but I'm, I'm waiting for a copy from one of you. It, it's, it's fantastic. And what I've, do you mean a copy? We don't have nothing. I've been in the fortunate position to have watched three series in uh, just under 12 months. Oh, two and a half series. Yeah, or two yeah. and a half series in just after 12 months. And yeah, it just gets better and better, yeah. I think. I think very funny. Yeah. Oh, good. So, so that means next year, two doses of Entourage. Yeah. That's very exciting. Veteran journalist Jeff McMullen, who you might know from 60 Minutes, is returning to ABC TV to host a show the national broadcaster believes will be a gender setting. Gender setting? Oh, a gender, gender setting. setting. Oh. What does that mean, agenda setting? It's a new forum-style program called A Difference of Opinion that's going to be screening next year. How is that going to be any different to uh, the the SBS show? Uh, I've forgotten what that's called. Well, who watches it? <laughs> Cutting Edge. Cutting Edge, thank you. No, that's not it. No. <laughs> well, no, and no, it's, no, not, no. it's not Dateline and it's... Uh, Anyway, it's it's, one it's, of it's basically going to be uh, uh, an audience that are actually participating in a conversation about whatever topic of the week. Right, so um, not, not different at all. Well, Dateline's about journalists no, uh, no, 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 around no, no, no. the world. Not talking about Dateline. I'm talking about the SBS one where Insight. they have... Insight. thank you. Well, who watches it? <laughs> uh, I watch it every now and then. I'm really? sure everybody who's been on it goes enough, home and watches themselves. Yeah. Sure, but I don't think enough people are watching that to make it actually a national agenda-setting show. I, I they, whereas, whereas the ABC does have that reach. Are they going to have the worm? Uh, no. Channel 9 <sighs> trademarked the worm. Um, but, but much in the same How way that How are you supposed to understand corners, who's winning if there's no worm? I don't know. <laughs> because you think for yourself. <laughs> in much the same way that Four Corners on the ABC breaks so many like political scandal stories mm-hmm. that then kind of carry over into, into Parliament or into whatever... Uh, you know, talking about uh, scientists working for CSIRO who aren't allowed to actually tell the truth about uh, global warming, for example, um, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. This could operate in much the same way. Oh, okay. Could be, oh. could be agenda setting. Yeah, yeah. that would be a good word for it. Mm. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> the uh, fantastic 70s film by Francis Ford Coppola, The Conversation, which starred... Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman is a fantastic. And Laverne. No, sorry, Shirley from Laverne and Shirley. Yep, it's a fantastic film, but it's really the forgotten Coppola film of the seventies, which Penny was Marshall. His. Is that? No, no, no. Penny Marshall was Laverne. Shirley was the other one. Okay, which really was Coppola's golden period. But I think because of Watergate and when it came out, this movie really didn't do very well. But it is a fantastic film. Uh, it's getting turned into a TV series, which is being executive produced by Mr. Coppola. And is being written by Christopher Christopher Macquarie of Usual Suspects fame. Oh, that that could be as in the writer of Usual Suspects. Oh. That could be excellent. Did it could did be. you see uh, Enemy of the State? Will Smith, the Will Smith Gene Hackman film. I saw a bit of it because that was kind of a sequel to the conversation. A lot a lot more loosely a sequel than The Color of Money is to. Uh, the hustler, mm-hmm. but you know the Gene Hackman character is very similar mm. to the character he plays in the conversation, and you know I think they're both great films. They're very different, mm, very but, different. Uh, the conversation is just a genius film, so hopefully 
uh, that will make a, a good TV series yeah, too. Yeah, hopefully. We'll, we'll just wait and see. There's a uh, new show coming up on the ABC this Monday, a series starting this Monday at 11.40. Oh, the dynamic 11.40 time slot. PM on uh, Channel 2 called Jack and Bobby, which is uh, apparently critically acclaimed. Um, I hadn't heard of it, so I went looking a little bit. And this was from the co-creator Brad Meltzer's site. The original idea for Jack and Bobby was simple but incredibly unique. Jack and Bobby are two brothers, not the Kennedys, one of whom will be president of the United States. He'll be the leader of the free world who make the world's toughest decisions, but he doesn't know that he's going to be president. It's following him around as a teenager with flash-forwards. To uh, people, oh, I thought people it was a reality TV show. Right, no, <laughs> that would have been good. <laughs> well, especially because it's going to be up against The Apprentice. <laughs> so sorry, Brett, I interrupted. They follow him around, and you have flash forwards to when he's president. What to to kind of talking head to camera interviews uh, with staffers and and that sort of stuff. It's not going to be laden with sentiment, is it? With him. Going, oh, thank I God, when I good. was a teenager, I saved that cat from being run over. Haven't that- seen it as yet. Ran for one season and got axed in the US. Okay. Which is always a, a mark of quality <laughs> yep. with, uh, with the US's uh, interesting track record. Interesting that it's been picked up by uh, ABC. ABC. Well, it's from uh, the WB. Um, <laughs> what, what do you mean it's from the WB? It was on the WB last year. In that- fact, it started 2004. Okay. Um, but mostly shows from WE go to Channel 9, and Channel 9 haven't picked this one up. Or they've had it, and they just haven't given it to us for mm. all this time, and now that's, the ABC have got it. That's possible. Yeah. That's possible. Uh, Ross, I want one more piece from you. One more piece. Uh, Russell T. Davies, who's the main man behind Doctor Who, has announced that he is uh, writing a new series, The Adventures of Sarah Jane Smith. That's terrible. I had a bit of a, uh, I had a bit of a whinge about the new Doctor and the new Doctor Who on last week's show. That was before I saw last Saturday's Doctor Who. Last Saturday's Doctor Who was scraping the bottom of the barrel. It was the worst non-Doctor Who like episode I've ever seen, and it was written by Russell T Davies. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait for the Sarah Jane Smith. Chronicles. This was yeah, Doctor Who episode that pretty much didn't have the Doctor in it. Mm. And uh, it was it was a weird episode. And and, lastly, and lots of dancing to but, ELO. But I do like this Doctor. Lastly, in the news, the Muppets are going to have their own French television show. Uh, the uh, channel uh, Menon. Oh, TF One. Sorry, I'm reading this incorrectly. The channel TF1 in France uh, has commissioned 10 episodes of a show called Muppets TV. So is Big Bird going to uh, learn how to speak French? Uh, Big Bird wasn't on the Muppets. Snuffleupagus? Snuffleupagus wasn't on the Muppets. There's only one carryover character. Come on, Brett, you can get it. Well, Kermit. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> what about Waldorf and... Uh... Statler and Waldorf. Well, okay, this is, this is what they say. Because uh, often, Brett, you'll find if you let me get to the end of a story, I like I like the guess. A lot of it, <laughs> it's more like a game. A lot of the information will come out as yeah. I tell the it's, story. It's like brainstorming at the same time. Muppets TV, a new French Actually, language Big show, Bird spoke French, featuring the original <laughs> Muppet characters, licensed. For, see, and this is what happens. Then you talk over me, and then you go, "But what about the Muppets?" I'm and joking, was, Josh. It's a and joke. Then, yeah. Oh yeah. Now it's a joke. Now it's a joke. <laughs> Uh, featuring the original Muppet characters licensed from Disney with new storylines, guest stars from the world of French showbiz. 
the TV presenter producer Sebastian Coe. Is that the runner from the Olympics back in the 70s? No. Uh, Will be Kermit's French voice. Uh, TF1 has yet to announce when it will air Muppet TV and in which slot. And Coe has made a few changes to the original format. Uh, the show's action has shifted from the original's old-fashioned theatre setting to a modern TV studio. There will be fewer singing and dancing numbers and more parodies of French and American TV. Have they have they just hired all the Muppets? Yes, or they've actually... Or have they made new ones? They've No, they've made replicas. Made replicas? They've made replicas that are being kept under lock and key in the French studio. My question here, though, is, is this not... The same format as Muppets Tonight, which failed. Mm. Let's face it. They they, they did have one English speaking market, maybe. They did have one good new character who was uh, uh, Pepe, Pepe the Prawn. Yeah, yeah, Pepe the Prawn was was great. Yeah. And he he kept saying, I am not a shrimp, I am a king prawn. (laughs) He he was already French. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So, that's true. And, And European audiences are different. That's true. Yeah. And let's hope they don't have the Rastafarian host from Muppets tonight. Yeah, that, that didn't work. Uh, he said, uh, we've tried to modernise the show, but you have to be careful because you're playing with people's memories. We hope the new show will appeal to fans of the original and that a new generation will also want to get to know so the, the old sh- the old version of the Muppets was on French TV. was on French TV and okay. was very popular, apparently. Mm. Especially the episode with Jerry Lewis. And that <laughs> is the Box Cutters News. In the beginning, there was nothing, and God created everything. He made man and beast. One day, man came across a chicken, and he said, I can use this. And thus, our rating system was born. It might be convoluted, it might make no sense, but it's the only system we've got, damn it. Ratings. Better than nothing, but only just. What a commanding voice. What a commanding voice. Well, it was God. Right. No, well, there was a bit with God, and then the rest was just narrator. No, 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 it was God. He just deepened his voice for when he was doing an impression of himself. Right. <laughs> right. How did you record that? Oh, well, I didn't. I just... Special I got, God contact, mark. <laughs> I got called up, up to a mountain, right. and they were handed down to and it was handed ah, down to me. Ah, right. Mm-hmm. Right. If only people would have been there to witness it. Otherwise, no one's going to believe it. It's true. Us. It's true. In ratings this week, just uh, I've got a couple of uh, of interest points. Mm-hmm. One is that Foxtel's Supernova, which finished last week, uh, and uh, uh, sorry. Oh no, you are allowed to refer it to it. Was Foxtel's Rockstar Supernova? You are allowed to refer to it as Supernova. Did somebody win that? I, yes. We didn't cover that in the news. No, no, we, no, we, we, you, we didn't. Were I, you happy with your? Uh, I was. I was. I was wrong. You, you, I was wrong. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't saying we happy with your prediction. I was saying we happy with the result. No, no. I think he's. You know, essentially, the lead singer that they chose shows me exactly what sort of band they're going to be. Right. And uh, it's not going to be a, a, a great band. And it's not that I wanted Toby to win because he was. You couldn't say that from the outset. You know what? I always had this little bit of hope. This little bit of hope that Gilby Clark wasn't as terrible and poisonous as I thought he was. Uh, that Tommy Lee wasn't as, you know, potentially retarded as I thought he was. And that Jason Newstead would have some kind of idea. But clearly wrong. And it's not that I wanted Toby to win because he was Australian. I wanted Toby to win because I thought he was the one who looked most at home in front of that band. Evs. And 
Evs. Yeah, Evs. that's what I say. Evs. <laughs> Tall. <laughs> uh, but the uh, the final episode of Rockstar Supernova rated uh, 600,000 people Where? on Foxtel, on Fox 8. Well, that's Which pretty... I think is amazing, considering that it was up against Tench, mm-hmm. which scored... About five hundred thousand. Uh, when it went up a bit after my prediction, it would drop below the eight hundred, uh, below the five hundred thousand. It went up to about the eight hundred thousand. Right. Who was on? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it was Nick Lackey again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, Amanda Keller. And I actually saw. Oh, I actually saw a bit. She's for such the, a freaking harridan. I actually saw a bit for the Can't first time her. because uh, somebody had to get home early to watch. Rockstar Supernova, so we were a little earlier last week. That was me, yep. and, I, and I made it. And I actually, I actually thought it was quite funny what I saw. Really? Yeah. So, so Keller, who's a, who's a no, I didn't, I didn't like her. And, uh, I didn't see the start. Uh, oh, imagine if Amanda Keller and Joe Stanley had a, oh. uh, a show together. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, the world would implode. Oh, oh. And chuck in some um, uh, the, the Katrina Rountree. <laughs> oh, no, Katrina, Rountree but Katrina Rountree can't be a kiss of death, though, because her show's been going for a very long time. No, no, but I, I reckon if you just had like a, a wall-sized poster print of her face... Behind the other two, <laughs> she's such a freaking whore. Hey, also, uh, just uh, so just quickly, while we're speaking of Tench, I mentioned on the website that Tench has been moved back to nine thirty. Yes, uh, from eight thirty, which Channel Ten saying is so that he can open up and say a bit more of what he what he means. I'm sure it has nothing to do with but the ratings. Also, at the same time that Jericho is starting tonight. Well, that's the thing. Jericho was meant to be nine thirty, so they put and was Jericho that for, for ratings. Have they cut anything so they can fit it into? From the from the Jericho watershed time slot yeah. from Jericho, I don't think so because it's screening at eight o'clock in the states. Uh, but I, I, it's a sensible move. I think it makes sense. Uh, yeah. They'll they'll probably get a, quite a bit of well, carry on audience. The from thing, and the thing with moving it to nine thirty, as we discussed a few weeks ago, where the audience numbers really drop off at that mm. time slot, their total people might drop, but their uh, their share might. In fact, increase. Yes, yes. And for all of those of you who are worried for me with my uh, dilemma over what to tape, Celebrity Survivor or Jericho, it won't be an issue next week because Celeb Survivor is going to 7.30. Oh, excellent. Um, and uh, it's not very good. I had a proposal. <laughs> uh, can, can, oh, congratulations. Can, can we... Uh, Loserville, I think, should be our new name for Australian Celebrity Survivor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I quite like yeah. Loser Survivor, which you came up with last week. I thought that was pretty good. Just Loserville. Loserville. In, uh, in other rating stuff, uh, Jamie's Kitchen rated uh, 1.3 million. Okay. Last week, uh, clearly, people love Jamie Oliver. Well, interestingly, Channel 10 won the week for the first time in Melbourne. Really? Yep. Oh. When when they won a few weeks ago, that was nationally. This is the first week that they've won in Melbourne for a long, long time. That's and fantastic. On the strength of Jamie's Kitchen, um, Thank God You're Here and House, which are just cleaning up on Wednesday nights and uh, and the football. There's a couple more episodes of House uh, that uh, premieres uh, left of this season, but they're stringing them out. There's another couple of uh, repeats coming God, up. That sucks. But um, it was interesting reading uh, Marie Carty's column in the Green Guides this uh, today, um, talking about Jamie Oliver basically phoning in the show. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. But but people love him, and they so love. Did he come he down does. for the launch? Yes, he was. He was down. I saw a picture of him playing drums, and he was on Denton. 
so I'm assuming he's been yeah, around. Yeah, he was he was down here for for the launch, and he was also doing uh, some uh, talking engagements as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also got the Channel Nine media release about last Tuesday night's ratings. This won't be spin. And the Channel Seven media release. Okay. From last week, from last Tuesday's. Ratings. So I'm guessing the ratings they would have got would be the same. So they'd be pretty much saying the same thing, I'd imagine. See, no. Oh, no, really? they don't. Oh. And uh, did, did and, something tie? And I was gonna, I was gonna go through them on air. No, but seriously, I haven't looked at the figures. No, was, no, no. I was just saying that the 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 figures themselves that they would get from Oztam would both be the same. All right. Yes. Yes. They're the same no matter what channel you work for. And I was joking that they wouldn't put any spin so, on it. And I, I realised earlier on that it's actually going to be quite boring if I read through the, the releases. So I'm going to take snapshots of them and put them up on the blog this weekend. Okay. Oh, what well, Channel 7 would have won, wouldn't they, yes. with, um, with border security? It, that doesn't matter. It's, it's all about how they talk about how strong their shows were. That's that's what I'm going to put up on the okay. on the blog this week. Yeah, that'll be interesting to look at. Just very quickly in ratings, uh, also on Wednesday night, Rome did very poorly with about three quarters of a million viewers. So that's be, because it wasn't very good. You, you seem to be saying this about a lot of shows. I didn't. Played. I didn't, you didn't like, like it. it. Okay, I've taped it. I'm I'm interested. I to, couldn't. I'm interested you know what? I I actually couldn't get through it all. Okay. I heard about a. a it was interesting that uh, the Roman Empire seemed to extend down to uh, South America, given that there are a couple of women with Brazilians in full frontal yes. nude shots. Right. Okay. Yes, there, there was there was a woman with a, a very nicely groomed lady bit. Bush. <laughs> and uh, sure, also, let's call it a bush. Also, yeah. call speaking, it bush a bush. Uh, speaking about Wednesday night, Spicks and Specs just continues to climb. It's up to one point two million. <gasps> Oh, and what happened to what would you know? I know what would you know has been shafted. It's just disappeared very quietly. What, what was what would you know? Was that Spicks and Specks on Seven? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, what? Who? Someone yeah. fart? Was that what it was called? No, nah, it was called. It was um, called. Did someone fart? <laughs> <laughs> it was something like that. Uh, did you see this? Did you hear about this? Yeah, uh, I told you it wasn't a good idea. Something like that. Uh, uh, no, it was. It was also a, a line from a song. Email us at hooray, hooray at, boxcutters. at boxcutters.net. And just quickly, with some new uh, US ratings news, Studio 60 debuted to slightly soft figures where it was beaten by CSI Miami. We should have seen this coming. Uh, Studio 60 is quite an interesting show. It's an interesting premise. It's brand new. Uh, Miami, CSI Miami is just boring crap that we've seen time and time again. Of course that is going to win. Studio 60's uh, quality writing by Aaron Sorkin. Mm. Yep. And, uh, and, and CSI Miami is... Uh... Not. Right. <laughs> there you go. Cut! That's the worst coma acting I've ever seen. Is it my imagination or is TV getting worse? Ah, uh, this show ain't no good. That was so terrible, I think you gave me cancer. Oh, look out, Smithers. <laughs> I love this show. Sounds like crap TV to me. Yes, it is crap TV. Uh, we almost touched on it just a second ago. Uh, Channel 9 will play... Well, they did play episode one and they will play episode two. When is it on? Rome. I missed it, yeah. Is, is uh, that what you're talking episode. about? Yes. Wednesday night at 9.30. So the first one was last night? Mm-hmm. Um, they'll play episode two next week, but then in the third week they're showing episode four, 
which effectively wipes out episode three. Why? <clears throat> no idea, but uh, <laughs> there's there's a, a bit of unhappiness about how do you, it. How do you know this online? Is... This was from one uh, forum commentator. I don't think Nine get it that this isn't one of those procedurals. It is a straight down the line arc style show with the need for continuity and chronological episode scheduling being paramount. The morons. When you say uh, when, when he says arc sake. style show, does that mean it arcs a lot of questions? <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah. With the what what is we, wrong with Channel Nine? But how, no, wait. How do we know this for sure? No, uh, this is from a, a, a reliable source that I have. The internet. Yeah. Right. A, a specific place on the internet that I trust. Okay. And he doesn't there's, want to reveal his sources because then we'll start getting his news before him. Uh, there's, a, there's a number of which, insiders which that has already been happening. So, <laughs> yeah, what does that make? Uh, no, that is, th- that is, if that is true, that is outrageous. That is ridiculous. Maybe something happens in, uh, in episode three that they just can't show on Australian television. Because I had no heard reports about... Uh, Rome being ridiculously violent and debaucherous. I had heard that too. I just wonder if they're rolling the dice with saying, yeah, yeah, we'll stick episode four there because by then it won't be on. Yeah, that's also true. It, you know, it, I didn't think it was that great. But that's just me. I'm downloading it because I completely missed it and tapes ran out. And But I'll, I'll cover that <laughs> later on. The, what, the six videos? The six videos all came to a stop at once. He's up to seven now, and there are seven. only five. And there are only five free to air networks. I don't know what he's doing. I'll, I'll explain later on, but things have started getting out of control. Uh, when, <laughs> things when have you start, started to get out of control. When you start taping everything on Channel Thirty One, <laughs> I think that's when things. I don't have even out of control. get Channel Thirty One in Richmond. It's, it's when he starts taping what he's watching, but he's watching a tape. He's, <laughs> oh, this is good. I better tape it. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with the video? You know it's true I don't true. tape stuff you that know, I'm watching You do, Brad No, you know I don't it's true. No, I don't No, 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 no I'm a lot more organised than that I'll only do that if I'm going to bed and I'm switching it off That's the end of that segment Hey, this is James Talia And you're listening to The Box Cutters I've missed something What have I missed? Is this things I may have missed because I wasn't paying attention when it aired on the ABC a few years ago? Well, quite possibly because it's aired a few times on the ABC. Right. I am, of course, talking about the very funny BBC comedy that had two series, I think, called uh, People Like Us. It did have two series. Yes. Uh, People Like Us, for those who don't know, uh, was a bit of a precursor to The Office. Uh, It's a mockumentary-style that uh, features Ray Mallard and uh, Ray attempts to observe different people in different lifestyles and the basic premise of the show is that deep down, no matter what your job, everybody is a person people like, like us. us. So Ray's uh, the, the, the host of the he, series. He is the host. He's only really meant to be the voiceover person and he's constantly telling people to pretend he's not here. But uh, unfortunately, he becomes much more of the focus of the show than he I'm ever intends to. I'm trying to remember to. if I've seen any of this. I did. I, I, saw... I seem to remember giving you a DVD of it last week. So <laughs> Yeah, but I've been tied up since then. <laughs> what you do in your bedroom is your own business, Brett. <laughs> I, I, did see, I did see one episode of People Like Us mm-hmm. when it aired, and that was The Real Estate Agent. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking, this show is brilliant. 
I need to watch it next week. And then I, I must have fallen in a ditch. I don't know what happened the really? next week. Yep. Yep. Well, it's, yeah, it, it, it is. It's a very funny, it's a very funny show. Uh, it, it, I guess it's kind of particularly British. Uh, I, I won't try and explain any of the humor, but, but, uh, or, or try and, uh, retell any of the jokes that are in it because I think it's, it's very situational, but, but uh, it, is, it is that excellent situation style comedy that the the Brits do best, where you just cringe so much, yep, and that's that's how it's kind of a precursor to The Office as well, because yes. it's it is that excellent cringe comedy, yes, yes, and a, a lot of just tying up with word games, people getting the wrong idea about what's being said in 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 yeah in different situations. It's a, it's a very funny show if you get the chance to, there to are, have a look at it. There are lots of word. There's lots of wordplay in it, especially in the voiceover. Mm. Uh, lots of he's continually tying himself up in knots with with <laughs> with the way he expresses himself. Yeah, and tautologies are plenty. Yes, and yep. uh, if possible, tautological oxymorons. <laughs> he just really goes goes through it. It's it's worth checking out. So it's available on DVD now. Uh, series one's available on uh, on DVD unless you live in Portugal. If you live in Portugal. You can get series one and two. Uh, series together. one together. Uh, series uh, and with, Why Portugal? with with Portuguese subtitles that you can turn off. I, I don't know. That's that's the only market that it What's came the out of. Uh, the BBC people like us uh, webpage. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was the only um, that was the only area that it, uh, that it came out for some reason. Apparently, like so many things, like Larry Sanders and Twin Peaks, uh, they. Came out with the first series, didn't quite sell as well as I was hoping. And the second series just kept getting pushed back and back and back, and and hasn't actually been released. But uh, is very funny. I, I did just want to make mention of one particular episode. There's um there's an episode. I don't know if either of you have seen it, but it involves a photographer. I haven't I haven't seen that one. It's yet, it's but- it's very funny. It's about uh, artistic ambitions as opposed to a complete lack of talent and uh i kind of think satire is is at its best when it's very cutting but in in small doses and i think that this particular episode of people like us manages to do what extras is trying to do in two whole series but in this one 25 minute episode does it with surgical precision and it is just hysterical and is far better than than the whole of extras put together i look forward to it Happy birthday, television! <clears throat> Again? Oh God! Oh God! Who's Were you watching anything on Sunday night? I, uh, I, I, well, I, in, you know what? I was watching Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> really? Yes. In the cinema? Yes. I shouldn't have, but I did. Can I say thank? God, that the Dancing with the Stars judges have finally had a chance to get out from behind the desk and show us how they can dance. When? During the show. Did you not watch so, it? No, I just caught like the last hour. <laughs> oh, no, two hours, actually. Two hours of it. Yep. And you, and yep. you missed that. Was, yeah. How long did it was, this thing go for? It went for three hours. Three, three hours. It was 20, I mean, basically, it was, it was 20 to 1. It was 20 to 1, wrapped up in, in a, melancholy. In a big, in a big auditorium. Big theatre with a celebrity audience who don't understand how to applaud, clearly. No. Like, it was... It, 
they it, would come back from ads or come back from whatever bits or whatever, and like there there would be just this this sprinkling of audience. Applause no, no, no. coming in. Brett, but like, Brett, the way they were explaining this extravaganza. Brett, be fair, they didn't have that much to applaud. Let's be honest. <laughs> the, no, no, but they, they were there for the taping of a show. Like, you get the, more at the, the Brownlow. It, it, it was a lot like the Brownlow, I found. The way they were explaining this extravaganza celebration of 50 years of television. I think that just means I that thought, they have, like, shiny confetti that. I thought falls they were going to have it at, like. They had that. At, uh, uh, what is it? Star City? Telstra Stadium or... You know, oh. I thought it was going to be a huge countdown revival style, uh, big 50 years of television celebration where maybe they'd, you know, put uh, screens up at Circular Key or something. No, it was just in Melancholy studio. It wasn't a studio. Do you know where it was? No, it was in... It was a big auditorium. It was a theatre in Sydney. Right. It was a big theatre. Um, but, like, just... Almost, almost as cringe-worthy as people like us or The Office. Uh, when they brought out the old cast of A Country Practice, mm. and like nobody was paying attention, and they were just making <laughs> freaking lame comments about, like they they brought out uh, what's her face's daughter, who's all grown up now, Molly's Molly's daughter. Yeah. Well, well, this this actually brings me to an interesting point about the show, Molly dying yep. on A Country Practice. Yes, was the only. <laughs> thing that got voted in that wasn't, that wasn't a, world a event. news or current affairs world event. Really? Everything else was Princess Diana dying, Princess Diana getting married, September 11, so this was a, snakes on a plane. So um, <laughs> this People could vote yes, for... Yes, this was, this was voting. So it's, so. But so I, it's I, not, I didn't get my ballot paper. <laughs> I'm a bit miffed. <laughs> so it's not by... So, so it wasn't decided by people who actually knew something about the history of television. So they couldn't say... That number ninety six blowing up was a, a fine moment in Australian television. They couldn't say that the show The Box was a fine moment in Australia. They couldn't say anything like that because they have no memory. That's true of these things. And I'm sure that they would. I don't know how the voting works. Email us if you if you have some idea. But uh, I'm sure they only had limited things to choose from to vote the top twenty out of. Right. I'm, I'm sure they, uh, you know, it didn't say choose anything on television and send it to us. I'm sure there was just a list of things that they could choose from to send Something in. I did appreciate about the show, though, was that there were extended clips of, of whatever it was from, from 20 to 1. Um, and so stuff that you've seen clips from over and over again over the years, you actually mm-hmm. got to see, you know, an extra five minutes or whatever uh, surrounding surrounding the the footage that you're so familiar with okay mm, yeah it's still so i appreciate that okay um, i just i just want to say too with what we were talking about a minute ago with molly dying i actually i i thought that was laughable and i thought that was the most ridiculous thing i uh, was i was affected so, by it at the time well so i yeah so but, i checked with my better half and she told me absolutely unequivocally there has been no better moment on Australian television and that completely deserved to be there. And I went through about a dozen things that... Like what? Oh, like That's Scott it. and Charlene getting married. No. Uh, uh, Marsha Cross it? pulling the wig off at the end of Melrose Place. Oh, no, that, yeah, that, that was a moment. That, that, was a, that was a great moment. The thing, the thing about Molly dying, people took the day off work the next day. Yeah. Yeah, well, I obviously was, had no idea. No, because you're not a country practice fan. Yeah, that's Neither true. was I. I couldn't care less. As long mm. as the wombat's safe, I don't care. 
I don't care. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm over this. Let's not have another 50 years celebration ever again. But when does mm. it finish? Yep. Like, they're still showing the 20 best whatevers. Well, it finishes. Brent, it from is, it finishes when you press the button. <laughs> it no, no, but when, when does the celebration finish and they stop showing one-hour specials? There's well, one on right now, I'm sure. But last year was the 49th year. So, uh, it was the 50th year because it would go, it was 49th, technically. And so, it can go for the rest of this year. But is it going to? Of course it will. But then is there going to be people, a 50... Is there going to be 50 years love, of Australian television, though? People love nostalgia. We're going to have another... Because we're, we're going to come and up to cheap. the 50th year of Australian television. Yep. Yep. Well, sure. No, this is surely. Australian TV. Is it? Yeah. Oh, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> That's what the whole thing's about. It, it ends, <laughs> Brett. It ends. No, no, no. I just want to say, people love nostalgia. Have you seen what's on Saturday nights on Channel 7? No. They're showing old episodes of George and Mildred and oh, the Benny yes. Hill show and yeah. stretching we- stretching out a 25-minute episode into 50 minutes. Well, if they also showed Falcon Crest after that, it would be... And then Knott's Landing, it would be just like my childhood. And then they had Hey, Hey, It's Saturday on 11 o'clock. Yeah, that'd be great. Push the button. Man, there's some really bad radio shows on, but... You know, they're really, really bad when they have to be a podcast that, like, absolutely no, not even the shittiest community radio station in the world and play them, and they have to do a podcast. Helen? Oh, hi, I'm John Safran, and you're listening to Box Cutters. It's a podcast where all the winners are. <laughs> Brett Cropley, you uh, have some inside information for us. Can I just say how much I get distracted by people ringing the front doorbell? No, I, no, you can't say that, Brett. It's like I lose an ear. You can't say you that, can, Brett, because it's unprofessional. So it's, it's, tell all the up. blood going down my shoulder. And tell us after the show. Okay. Um, in production, I uh, was at a dress rehearsal of a dance thing last night and happened to chat to... Dancing uh, with the stars? No. What, no. Were you, what were you doing? Are you one of the stars? I can't this is, say. This is why you were so... I, I, no. Hang on, hang on. You're Sonia Kruger. <laughs> No, that explains it's, so much. It's so not true. My voice is so higher. <laughs> anyway, you're 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 at a rehearsal. For I was, Dancing I was with talking the stars. to talking to one of the other dancers' partners who happens to be an actor in the muso who's uh, been to a few auditions. And uh, was I, it Cooter's partner? I picked his brain. Yes, his boyfriend. Um, <laughs> Picked his, picked his brain about, oh, so... You had it on box what have, you, what have you auditioned for? And uh, a couple of things came back. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys know about uh, the biopic that uh, is about to go into production about Graham Kennedy? Yes. yes. The King? Heard, yes. Of, heard about it. It's, it's for Foxtel, isn't it? Not actually sure. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's going to premiere on Foxtel. Yeah, and it's, uh, isn't it, it's based on uh, Blundell's book. Yes, and he he is executive producing yeah, possibly or co-writing maybe or co-writing or technically advising or, or playing Alvin Purple or something. <laughs> Hot tip on the uh, the lead for that is Chris out Lilly. of Chris Lilly and Stephen Curry. I heard it was Chris Lilly, hands down. Really? Yeah, I, I did hear both, but uh, Chris Lilly's name certainly was getting a lot more mentioned when people were saying, "Oh my God, you can we can be heroes." Yeah. Hopefully by next week I'll actually have some more information on that. So would, would, I'm talking to my sources. Would Chris Lilly have any interest in doing something like that? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. He's, he's funny. He's, is he an actor? It's it's yeah, he's acting a, work. He's, uh-huh. I, I think he's quite a good actor. Okay. A lot of a lot of comedians he, make great straight actors. Yeah. Yeah. He's just going into production on his new 
on his new series. Yes. This week, I believe, or, or very soon. So, was, I, Yeah, this week or last week. I don't think he'll be that keen to work on any biopics soon, but anyway, I could be wrong. We'll find out. That's what else? just a one-off telemovie. Uh, the other is... A, yeah, 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 but it takes a while longer to make them than it does to watch them. True. <laughs> It depends. Oh, that- I can stretch out a good telly movie over like four weeks. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's a joke. Um, the other thing it's, is a... Um, it's a shame people can't see my eyes rolling, Brett. <laughs> it's a new Australian drama coming up on Channel 7. Any ideas uh, what kind of drama it might be? Uh, Courtroom. Police. A, Police station. A doctor in, in the country. Cop drama. Right. Cop drama. Ah. It's called City Homicide. Oh, right. And, it's basically... And it's, it's in they're grabbing city. Mount Thomas... And they're putting it in the city. Oh, really? Yep. And then killing people. All the country people will get confused. <laughs> like the poor woman who owns the pub. She'll be saying, why is there so many more people here now? I don't have the staff to, to handle it. But oh. I mean, you know, if, if there were more brown suits around these days, I, I don't think you'd be able to tell it apart from the original homicide. Um, Actually, that's, that's one thing I do have to say about McLeod's Daughters. It's not a legal drama and it's not a cop drama. Yes, that's true. And uh, and it's yes, not a hosp- but it's ridiculous and because it's how hosp- many freaking forgotten sisters can you have? And it's not a hospital drama. Yes. So in, yep. in that way, it's a successful Australian show that is none of those things, yep. which in itself is a rarity. Yep, which I, I completely a hundred percent agree with. Anything else in? But uh, I, I in guess it, I guess it was lucky that uh, they they haven't been working on a production based around the armed defenders squad. Yeah. Mm. Whoops. Let's not talk of that. I got an email during the week from Lindell, and this is this is an more email a, from your husband. No, an email from Lindell. Uh, is this is this loyal listener Lindell? Loyal listener Lindell, as opposed to Josh's housemate, my housemate Lindell. Yes. Wait a minute. This is uh, from loyal listener Lindell. Lindell, who who uh, who Lindle asks box cutter, of course. If I can chase up, this is a libo. I think you would call her Brett. I don't think she'd like that. I don't think she'd like that either. But that's what you would call her. Can you chase down the following for for me and box cutters? Uh, one, the new season of America's Next Top Model started twentieth of September. When will Foxtel show it? To get the phone number to speak to anybody at Fox Eight is. I, I think harder than secret, finding the Holy Grail. It's, 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 it's not one of the touchpad options. No. To find out when next top model will be screening, press 5. No. So I've, Apparently they've just updated the software on IQ. Maybe it's one of the settings no. in there now. Uh-huh. Uh, so I haven't been able to find that out, but my guess is that when the new calendar clicks over in October, because Foxtel changed their calendar every, every month, Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll probably air, air then because Foxtel have always been fairly close behind America's Next Top Model. So my guess is October for that. Mm-hmm. Question two, New Amazing Race on Channel 7. Oh, yes, yes. Is it? I spoke to Channel 7. Wait, uh, wait, wait. That wasn't a question. What was her question? You, her, you, that was a statement. Her question was, can you chase up New Amazing Race on 7? Right. And your response is? Uh, I spoke to Channel 7 and they said that uh, it might run this year, but it's unlikely. What they say about the family one? For God's sake, Brett, if you just let me finish, the family series will (laughs) probably run... Oh, this year? This year. Wow. uh, And they don't have 
a date for the new series. So my guess is they're going to hold it off until February next year. Screw you, Channel 7. This and, time next year. Uh, you know why that is. Because Channel 7 suck. Yeah, fair enough. And uh, Studio 60, which started this week in the States. Again, phrases a question. Can you chase up <laughs> Studio 60, which started this week in the States? Uh-huh. Is there any on-air date? Uh-huh. And which network? Uh-huh. Channel 9? Correct. And next year. Oh. Uh, and lastly, can you also find out... But, but sorry, just to interrupt see, that... Th- can you remember the start of that question for next time, Ross? <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Okay. I, I can't remember it now, so probably not. Um, I just wanted to say uh, that that's more traditional with drama. Drama doesn't start until the next year. Yes. Amazing Race, precedent, show it this year. Yes, that, I, I agree. But uh, what is it about Channel 7, Ross? They suck. Right. Right. Uh, can you also find out if Big Love and Weeds are scheduled for Oz showing? Ah, now I'm a big fan of Big Love. Yeah, and I, you know what, I've come around to it. You have? Have yeah. you watched the whole series? I'm, I'm, no, I haven't. I've watched, I think, um, yeah, I think we're up to episode eight or nine. And I've watched up to episode four, I think. For those who don't know, it's about a polygamist living in Utah, played by Bill Paxton. And my biggest and problem his is Bill Paxton. Enormous family. Oh, really? You don't like him? Yeah, I've never liked Bill Paxton. Okay. Never. Never ever. You're not confusing him with Bill Pullman. No, I quite like Bill Pullman. Ah, okay. He played. Uh, he played. Oh. Uh, uh, Christina Ricci's father in Casper. Really? Yes. Really? Was one of them the president in Independence Day? Yes. Bill Which Foreman. One? Okay. Not Bill so Paxman. who's Bill Paxman? The other one. He, he's the other one. He he's was, the one in Big Love. Yeah. What else? Uh, uh, Twister. He Twister. was in Twister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was yeah. the one who wasn't Helen Hunt. Uh, I or in the Black Band. <laughs> yep. I haven't found out who has Big Love, if anyone at all has Big Love. HBO, Channel 9. Well, Channel 9 said they didn't know. Obviously. But, but they didn't know about it. But HBO do have a deal. They, they do have a deal with Channel, with Channel 9. 9. Uh, and Weeds, which was Showtime in the US. Mm-hmm. Channel 9 do have that, which we've mm-hmm. discussed here before. Uh, and they say that they'll be screening it over summer. Over summer at about four in the morning. Probably. I can't. I can't I, I've said it before. I can't imagine Weeds being on free to air, but... But we'll if, just have to if wait Channel Nine put it on at eleven o'clock over summer, if it's on after the cricket, yep, you know, then they'll have shown during, it in, during rain delays of the cricket, and then you know it might sell some it, it might sell some DVDs for Showtime. Run away, yep. <laughs> hey, uh, so I hope that answers all of your says, Lyndall. Yeah, thanks, Lyndall. That was great. If you have a uh, insert your name here says, says slash asks, and remember, if it's asking, phrase it like a question. <laughs> Uh, send it to hooray at boxcutters.net. Thanks, Alex. Hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. You see, Alex Trebek hosted Jeopardy. That's a second obscure comment like that. We came into the studio today and it was quite cold and... Uh, Josh said he likes it like that, and you said thanks, Dave. Which then, I figured, was, and then stormed out of the studio. <laughs> which, which I figured was Letterman. Am I right? Yes. Ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. and I, I was just confused. Going, has he? Is he that drunk I've that got, he's forgotten my name? I've got one word for you. Twice. Wawa. Oh, did you, wah, did you guys yum, happen yum. to catch? <laughs> did you guys happen to catch Media Watch? 
Yes. Media Watch. No, I haven't yet. Medi- oh, have you taped it? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to... Give it away. I'm going to have to give a spoiler. Yeah. Media Watch just went through the Naomi Robson Wawa thing from start to finish. Did a brilliant job. It, w- it was fantastic. Of most interest, I think, was the fact that Channel 9 re-showed the Wawa story with a different ending having completely recut the ending so that originally the ending was sensationalist and Wawa's going to get killed oh my god he's going to die look at his distended stomach aren't they going to love cutting that up uh, yep there's nothing there's nothing we could do and then they re-edited it Brett doesn't want to hear the spoiler (laughs) (laughs) Brett's leaving this shit maybe I should take the panel no no it'd be right all right uh, yeah, and then they re-edited that. I thought that was that was brilliant that they re-edited it to make Naomi and Channel Seven look bad. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the the new ending was pretty much just saying, well, of course you should never take Wawa out of his homeland, and all his relatives are looking after him, and they'd be very upset if you did that. So, I, I, <laughs> and there's, there was talk this week about Naomi Robson actually thinking about adopting Wawa. <laughs> it's I just I want to see. I want to see a telly movie about it. Yep. I think that would not, just be... Not about Wawa, about... About the, the television. The case. Yeah. Yeah, about, yeah. about what's happening between nine and seven. Yep. I think that would be hilarious. And I loved it that the uh, adoption people, whoever they are, came out and said, well, either TV network <laughs> adopting Wawa for the purpose of ratings and then dumping them in a fresh country until, you know, once they're sick of the story probably isn't the best thing for Wawa. <laughs> and it, it says to me, Barnum and Bailey is not dead. <laughs> I thought it was all worth it too for uh, Monica Attard just smirking down the camera. Poor Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> We've said it so often on this show. It was great to hear it on it, Media Watch. It was great. Hey, so I, I did have to watch some of the memorial, uh, some of the Steve Irwin memorial. Oh, yep, yep. Uh, during the week and Brett really has left the studio by the way yeah, in he case really you're wondering. Oh, here he comes back uh, the uh, the thing about what I couldn't get with the with the memorial is yep. it was simultaneously utterly sickening yes and heartbreaking right there, there were there were aspects of it that just when you heard his friends talk about him yes uh, that was that was heartbreaking yes but there were everything else. Everything else about it was just completely sickening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't actually bear to watch the whole thing. No, no. But uh, but everybody else in the office did, and there were tears. There were lots of tears. You can you can relive the memories when you buy when you buy, buy it on DVD. your DVD copy of it. I just I just don't think. Maybe it's just me. I just I just don't think memorial services should be such big production numbers. I I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like I said at the start of the show. I, I'm I think I'm out of step with the rest of the community. No, I I agree with you. I think a memorial service should be a memorial service. But, and but the service was fully in step with how Irwin lived his life. No, it wasn't. It was. No, well, it was it big was. and loud was, and annoying. Yeah, pretty much. But but you know, it was it, that that was what he was. I'm, I'm not agreeing saying what Ross said. <laughs> no, 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 that was Brett. It was Brett. <laughs> hey, Brett, you uh, earlier on, before the show, said uh, you wanted to ask some advice in pork. Yes. Well, uh, uh, just quickly, one thing. Uh, Eddie Maguire was quoted a couple of weeks ago saying the millionaire won't be returning this year. 
Well, it's, it's not coming back. But did, the, did he not want to tell us in December? That it wasn't, I mean, how late did he want to leave it? I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd, I, I'd forgotten about Millionaire, but I guess at this point it makes sense that it's not coming back. They've got how, how could they have not found someone to host? That's ridiculous. Eddie, I don't, I don't think Eddie would allow anyone else I to agree. host. I agree, I agree. And he probably thought, I'm not going to be in the job that long. <laughs> well, he can't go back to television. He's ruined his career. That's it. Goodbye, that's, Eddie. That's true. He's eaten sure far he too much, allegedly. <laughs> Um, what what I did want to I, I'm after some advice. Okay, and I was thinking of doing this as a segment. But uh, buy buy well, sell. Well, I I, I lived in a, live in a shared house mm-hmm. um, with, with a shed a shed house shared house. Oh, okay, with a girlfriend in and, a shanty and a housemate. Mm-hmm. Um, my problem and this is this is your, why, this your is, girlfriend. This is yes, this and is, your housemate. Yes, Legal. and 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 you get <laughs> and you get sick of the doorbell ringing. <laughs> what? Was this in reference to your doorbell comment earlier? No. Okay. Sorry, Brett. We're interrupting. Keep going. Um, well, this is why things have gotten out of control with the whole video thing. Yep. Because he's stopped working. I'm not sure if he's on holidays or if he's not working. The housemate. The housemate. Right. And he's just on the couch, constantly flipping between channels. Right. Like all the time from from like... 10 o'clock in the morning till 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. What should I do? Uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't want to destroy the harmony that we actually have in the household. Oh, so I don't so want to go can't and catch say, up with your hours and God hours. God damn it, mother fricker. Get the hell off my TV so that I could actually catch up with some of the videos that I've been taping. Because, like, I've, got, I've, I've gone through 10 tapes this week. <laughs> why, don't you just, uh, why don't you just get yourself a second TV? Well, I have a second TV, but the videos are connected to the good TV. Because that's where With the good, the good point sound is. system. Yeah. Why um. don't you buy yourself a cheap VCR to hook up to the second TV? And that way you can watch your mm. shows in peace and your lazy drug addict housemate. He's, he's gone big time stoner again. Too. Right. <laughs> I can, can yeah. just, you know, lie. You're screwed. He's never leaving the couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, we sold the house. He has to be out on December 22. Well, that's it. You've solved your problem. Just keep taping things up until December. But I'm going to need like 300 tapes until then. Yeah, and, and probably a second truck to <laughs> move all your shit. My advice would be hide the remote control when he's not looking, when he <laughs> goes to the kitchen to get some food, and then just put your videos on and just watch away. Uh, and he'll because think he will say, it. he will say, "Oh man, where's the remote? Nah, this is all right. I'll just watch this, <laughs> and he'll just watch whatever you're watching. And soon enough, he'll fall asleep, mm. and then everyone's happy. <laughs> everyone's happy. I don't think it's that big a problem, Brett. Very and interesting. That had, no, 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 no. I've had, I've had no, extremely, I've had an extremely busy week, and I just wanted to show you guys to the this end because there's something quite special about it. This doesn't make for. This is this is uh, a little interactive that I've been working on. Like I did ninety hours between Friday and now. Notice the music that's in this. Oh, oh. That's, that's not actually the outro. Right. That's that's the application. You've put the box cutters music. Just because I happen to have last week's show on my little USB drive on me when I was in a meeting with the ANZ head honchos. You've put the now box cutters all music. of ANZ technology gets <laughs> oh, respect. Respect is a 360 degree reward and recognition program that can be used by all that's technology staff I'm going to sue. And I'm Bangalore. suing. 
I was saying that you've used public domain. <laughs> no, no, I composed it. He, so. he wrote it. It's oh, fine. Did, yeah. I That's... thought it was public domain. No, no, no. no. It's, Brett wrote it. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Well, Thank I'll, you very much. I'll take that disclaimer off the uh, website then. You could have at least uh, you could have at least used the remix. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't the intro. They they just wanted something inoffensive that could go on and on for you th- you while they the, were doing that little. You think our, you should have used the Naomi Robson? That's inoffensive. That's inoffensive. <laughs> Everyone can relax to that. They would have loved it. That's hey, nice. uh, I just want to say quickly, uh, Deadwood is coming out DVD box set of series one and two, all. Twelve hundred and thirty-seven minutes of it in its glory in a big oh. in a big wooden box. I'm led to believe, but I'm not a hundred percent sure on the wooden box. I might have just made that up then, but it still sounds oh, fantastic. If you know what, I'm going to wait for the for the three seasons plus the two movies before I do that. Ah, okay, that makes sense. That's- and uh, also, I wanted to mention that uh, Kill Bills on Wednesdays at nine on Wednesday night at nine thirty. How the Mighty Have Fallen. Kill Bill One. Kill Bill One. A few years ago, Sunday night movie for sure. Yeah, there's no Sunday no, 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 movie. I know, I know. Dead, dead, that's, that's my point. Movies on free to air, dead. That's gone. that's my point. Check that's out a good online. Point well made. Thanks. Check out <laughs> online brilliantbutcancelled.com. Uh, they have a game where they get people to get punters to pick the quickest cancelled shows of the new seasons in the states. Oh, oh nice! Yeah. Uh, it also has a lot of stuff about really good TV that's been cancelled. And that brings us to the end of Box Cutters episode fifty three. Thanks for listening to Box Is it still Cutters. episode 53? It's still episode 53. <laughs> Just because you walk out and walk back in doesn't mean it's a new show. You can email us what at did you guys hooray. Talk about? <laughs> you can email us at hooray at boxcutters.net. If you want a uh, insert your name here, says, please yes. do email us. Or, or if, if you've got some more advice. Or if you want advice. Just email us, hooray at boxcutters.net. We do love getting your emails. Alternately, stick something up on the blog. <laughs> Yeah, you can, you can do that. You can, or at least, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. For or, a or at least comment on something that we've on, stuck on up on the blog. On, on the blog, which is some at very, boxcutters.net. Some very funny stuff about Steve Irwin from uh, Norm MacDonald was stuck up there this week. Norm MacDonald, very funny comedian. Uh, those those links to him on The Daily Show. Yes. Hysterical. Excellent. Hysterical. Excellent stuff. Oh, Daily Show's back tonight. Yes, Daily Show's back tonight. So That's Thursday luck. night? You missed it. <laughs> I also want to say I want to say thanks to Three Triple R, whose studios we use for recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. Until next week. Oh, is this the end? I thought we were just at the ANZ website. <laughs> huh? What? Until next week's episode of Box What's Cutters. The music. <laughs> My name is Josh Canal. Ross McQueen. I continue to be Brett Cropley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hey. Let's be careful out there. No flipping. No flipping. (laughs)